As a hardcore fan of Disney lore, I always believed I'd heard every rumor, every whisper about the magical parks. But nothing, absolutely nothing, could have prepared me for the harrowing journey into a legend that was more than just a story. The legend is of a mysterious fog-shrouded castle perched atop a distant mountain, accessible only in what is known as the mirror version of Disney World. To reach this enigmatic realm, one has to embark on a peculiar mission. You must hide out in the park after close, on a full moon night, and walk backwards through the middle of Cinderella's castle. The idea seemed preposterous, the stuff of kids' stories. Yet it gnawed at me, an irresistible enigma that beckoned with a mix of dread and excitement. My curiosity soon morphed into obsession. I meticulously planned the endeavor, gathering every scrap of information I could find about this urban legend. Nights were spent poring over old park maps, deciphering moon charts, and combing through obscure forums where whispers of the legend echoed. After weeks, the night of the escapade finally arrived, draped in a starless sky. I hid among the park's nooks and crannies as it emptied, my heart racing with a cocktail of fear and thrill. The hours crawled by, each minute stretching longer than the last, until finally, the full moon showed front the black night sky, and the park was finally empty. I made my way to Cinderella's castle, the familiar structure now cast in an eerie otherworldly light. A deep, unsettling silence enveloped me, pierced only by the distant sounds of crickets chirping into the night. With every backward step I took through the archway, a chilling breeze wound its way around me, and the world seemed to dissolve into an abyss of darkness. What I saw as I left the corridor was a sight both awe-inspiring and terrifying. Towering above me was a castle in the clouds, a twisted doppelganger of the one I knew, veiled in an ethereal fog. This was no longer the Disney of dreams and laughter. It was a realm of shadows and distorted echoes. I ventured up a long, curved stairway, eventually entering through a large medieval door. I found myself in a dimly lit corridor, a sense of unease creeping over me. Considering it was Disney, I would have assumed it was a gallery of joyous, beautiful artwork, but instead it was an assembly of grotesqueness. The characters etched into the portraits on the walls bore little resemblance to the beloved figures of my childhood. Their faces distorted into over-exaggerated smirks and scowls, seeming to jeer at my discomfort. A painting of the classic Disney character Pete stopped me in my tracks. He loomed with an imposing presence. His usual mischievous smirk warped into a grotesque grin that revealed a row of jagged metallic teeth like a trap waiting to snap shut. His fur was a dark, sooty shade, matted and unkempt, with deep-seated eyes that seemed almost too alive. I could feel the eyes, inked in darkness, tracking me. There was a depth to them, a sinister spark that suggested a malevolent awareness. The air was thick, charged with the silent accusation of a hundred painted gazes. 
As I moved, the sensation of being watched intensified. I was an intruder here, in a gallery where the exhibits knew my name. Turning a corner, I found myself in a grand hall, consisting of magnificent architecture, which seemed contorted into a surreal, nightmarish version of itself. The chandeliers overhead flickered with a ghostly light, casting long, dancing shadows across the floor. In the center of the hall stood a statue, a grotesque figure that seemed to be an amalgamation of various Disney characters mixed with Walt Disney, their features all melded together in a disturbing display of artistic madness. As I passed the statue, a soft melody began to play, distorted and haunting. The sound seemed to come from everywhere and nowhere, enveloping me in its eerie embrace. I felt a chill run down my spine, and for a moment, I thought I saw the statue blink. I quickened my pace, eager to leave the hall and its unsettling occupant behind. The corridors seemed to twist and turn in impossible ways, and I realized with a growing sense of dread that I was lost. Every turn brought me to more distorted portraits, more flickering lights, and the ever-present feeling of being watched. Suddenly, I heard a sound that froze me in my tracks. A soft, cartoonish chuckle echoing through the halls. It was playful, yet there was something undeniably sinister about it. My heart raced as I looked around, half expecting to see a twisted version of a Disney character come to life and emerge from the shadows. But there was nothing. Only the oppressive silence that quickly reclaimed the corridor. With each step, I felt a growing sense of urgency, a desperate need to find a way out of this nightmarish castle. But as I continued to wander the endless corridors, I couldn't help but wonder if I would ever find my way out. As I pressed on, a sudden clatter resonated behind me, the sound of something heavy and deliberate. I spun around, my heart pounding against my ribs, and saw the portrait of Pete on the wall. The one I had passed minutes ago, only now it was empty. The painted head mysteriously missing. Cold dread settled in my stomach as I looked back and saw the grotesque version of Pete standing down the hall behind me. As I started to run, the castle's corridors became a dizzying maze each turn leading to dead ends or looping back upon themselves. The cartoonish giggle resonated through the stone walls. The line between painted fantasy and nightmarish reality blurred as I stumbled through the dark. Every shadow seemed to move, as I could almost feel Pete's breath upon my neck. In a desperate bid for escape, I stumbled into a torture chamber. It was a macabre gallery of horrors, each instrument ghastlier than the last, bathed in the dim light that seeped in from the cracks in the stone. I scanned the room for an exit, Pete's haunting laughter drawing nearer, echoing off the cold, damp walls of the chamber as he approached. In the center of the room, a large contraption loomed ominously. It was a grotesque twist on the merry-go-rounds of the park, with seats replaced by iron shackles and restraints. I shuddered at the thought of the twisted rides that Pete might have conducted here. Spotting a sliver of light beneath a heavy door at the back, 
I made a run for it. Pete's guttural chuckle, booming as he crashed into the chamber. As I reached the door and flung it open, the laughter stopped abruptly, replaced by an ominous silence, along with a staircase spiraling upwards. Taking the steps two at a time, I barreled up them as fast as I possibly could, the staircase seemingly endless. Finally, I burst through a door at the top and found myself back at the entrance of the mirror version of the park. The twisted castle loomed behind me, its towers now silent and still in the light of the breaking dawn. I didn't stop to catch my breath. I ran until the castle was nothing more than a speck on the horizon and found myself once again in the dark corridor of Cinderella's castle. The sun rose, casting the park in a golden light that seemed to banish the last remnants of the night's terror. I was alone, panting, my body aching with exertion and fear, but I was free. I had escaped the twisted clutches of the Mirror Realm and its evil guardian, Pete. As the magic of the dawn washed over me, I knew that I would never attempt to cross into that realm ever again. But then there was a flash of something enormous darting between two buildings to my side. I ran back to my car as quickly as I could, not looking back to confirm what I had seen. The drive home was a blur, my mind racing faster than the car. I checked the rearview mirror constantly, half expecting to see something sitting in the back seat. But there was nothing. Just the road behind me, growing longer with every passing mile. I arrived home, locked the doors, closed the curtains, and waited. For what, I wasn't sure. A sign, a sound, that chuckle in the wind. The day passed and nothing happened. But just as night began to fall, I heard something right outside my window. Some kind of distorted amalgamation of voices, laughing. As I approached the window to check, I shuddered in fear. Just outside was the enormous mutated Walt Disney creature, staring in at me. He then pointed to the skyline, and in the distance, there was that hideous castle in the clouds. At that moment, I knew I was still there, in the mirror realm, and I would likely never get out.